listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome to Grave Discussions. I am Barnabas. And I am Samael. And welcome. This is episode number 25, The Summer of 18. And it's kind of a little play on the summer of 84, yes. which we're going to be discussing later on in our chopping block segment. So you don't want to miss that. And also because our main segment is going to be focusing on uh, kind of a, the year in review of horror so summer's pretty much over we had a number of horror movies come out and we've had a lot of stuff come out earlier this year too so we're gonna just kind of kind of give like an overview of our thoughts on everything so far and uh yeah and uh we also got a spicy little title for this week's cult corner but before we get into that we're gonna start off with the news as always and we want to mention first things first actually this just pretty much came out um if you're a fan of are you afraid of the dark oh shit yes yes you can now watch the whole thing on this new nickelodeon uh streaming service called nick splat and how much is it so you can get Nick Splat through um, this collective app called VRV, and it's only nine ninety nine a month. You get access to Nick Splat, you get access to Crunchyroll, and like a bunch of other shit, and it's all just ten bucks a month. So if you're already paying for like Netflix, it's not that much. You get access to like all the fucking anime and old Nick shows your heart desires, basically. You know what I should do? Cancel my cable with all the, you know, modern Nick shit. Yeah. And just keep that, what is it called? VRV? Yeah, VRV. So yeah. I can just watch all the old shit I watched growing up. You because, well, I mean, like, I'm not just about to sit down and watch fucking Uncle Grandpa or whatever yeah. the fuck twisted shit they got on. Yeah. There's like maybe like now. one or two good shows. That Cartoon Network. I don't know what the fuck's on Nick. Whatever, yeah. It's all, it's all pretty shitty now, honestly. There's yeah. like one or two good shows um and like that's a i don't know unless you're like 12 you know yeah, <laughs> and then ev- then everything's great yeah, then everything's great bro you could be watching dog shit just fucking <laughs> turn dry and you'd be like yeah, yeah as long as it's on nickelodeon yeah pretty much so are you afraid of the dark classic show is on there go check it out if you got 10 bucks lying around you can watch that you can watch like legends of the hidden temple fucking the uh fucking rocco's Ro- modern life the wild fucking shit. thornberries yep. bro yep you can fucking, watch uh, rocket power yeah, Rocket Power, yeah. But Are You Afraid of the Dark was kind of the main thing for us. Oh, yeah. Because it's horror, you know. And uh, I have fond memories of that show, like, growing up. So. Yeah, I got the I got the first two seasons on DVD. I got, mm. You can get them on eBay. They're, like, not even 10 bucks, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cheap. But if you just get... If you spend 10 bucks on VRV, you just get the whole show and, like, all that other shit. So. Yeah, it's fucking dope. So go check that out. The next bit of news... Is actually concerning um, another brand new horror TV series. Honestly, I think horror TV is coming like in a big way, like maybe even more so than movies. Now. I, I, that's what I was gonna say. I yeah. think nowadays they're diverging the attention from movies, and now they're going for TV shows. Scream, yeah. slasher, now Chucky. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's there's this now, which is... Uh, yeah, The Haunting of Hill House. Yep. Coming out Friday, October 12th. And this is actually going to be kind of a you know reboot, reimagining of the classic novel by Shirley Jackson, The Haunting of Hill House, which um, has already been adapted into a couple of movies, including uh, The Haunting, that late Ooh, 90s one, one with Liam Neeson. Yeah. That's one of your favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I have interesting memories of that movie. Even though it wasn't really that you know close, at a you know adaptation wise to the novel, this one I think is supposed to be kind of closer to like the source material in terms of like plot and everything. Right. It seems uh, from the stills that I'm looking at now, mm-hmm. it seems like it's gonna be one of those spooky, not scary movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like check out the this like the corridor right here, like in the door. Like it just seems yeah. like I don't know. Like it, the characters don't even seem like too. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, none of the characters are really, like, got that seriousness that yeah. they have in horror films. It seems like... Well, hopefully it actually is, you know, pretty spooky. Um, I think that these stills might just be, like, really, really, you know, subtle, like, teasers. Um, but the the show basically is supposed to be... It's a modern reimagining of the novel. and explores a group of siblings who actually grew up in the house... And as adults now, they're forced to go back and confront, you know, the ghosts of their past, which is not really what the, the book is about. Right. But it's probably going to have kind of the same, like, themes and shit going on. So I'm kind of excited about it. It's got a cool... It's got a good cast. Carla Gugino, Timothy Hutton, um, Kate Siegel, Henry Thomas. And, you know, just from the stills, I kind of like the look of the show so far. So... I'm pretty excited about it. It's coming out um, on Netflix October 12th. So be on the lookout for that one. I'm pretty excited since, you know, since Halloween's coming up, we need these scary-ass shows to rear their ugly heads, pun intended. But Yeah. Last thing I want to say about it is um, it is being directed by Mike Flanagan, who was behind such uh, pretty popular horror movies like Hush, Oculus, Ouija Origin of Evil, Before I Wake, and Gerald's Game. So... I don't know Oculus. I'm kind of iffy about that because Oculus, like Oculus. Oculus was great, but have you seen the Messengers Two? No. I'm pretty sure that was made by like the same guy who made Oculus, and okay. Messengers Two was about like it's like the pre- prequel to Messengers. Mm-hmm. It's about like a scarecrow or some shit. I don't okay. know, but it doesn't seem like it's gonna like like a great horror movie. I mean, IMDb mm-hmm. gave it like three point nine out of ten or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'd I'd have to like recheck to see on, who uh, the director is. It's on, on Amazon but... Prime, but yeah, I'm okay. I'm kind of iffy. I don't know. I mean, like, a, but it's different from a TV show. At least yeah. a TV show, they can, they could drag the story out. Like, they only expand upon it based on yeah. what one hour episodes, half an hour episodes. So, like, yeah. Knows? So far, they got what ten episodes. They said for sure, like, are in the make. So, I th- I th- yeah, I think so, something like that. Um, but overall, I like his work. So, um, we'll see. And Netflix has been putting out quality stuff, and especially horror related, like Stranger Things. You know. Yeah, that was so, that was good. Yeah, we'll see about that one. Um, the next bit of news actually is also about just a television about, series. We're just talking about this. Yeah. Not this specific one, but slashers turn into television. Yeah. So uh, another iconic franchise, though, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is probably going to be a television series and most likely will be getting uh, some new movies. Actually, this is kind of exciting news, not only just for like this specifically, Texas Chainsaw, but... Just kind of in general, because basically uh, the rights to Texas Chainsaw are kind of going to be floating around, and they might be 
picked up by by legendary who is uh going to be renewing a distribution deal with warner brothers now basically this article goes on to kind of expand on that so texas chainsaw could have some association with uh jason and freddie because basically new line cinema is involved in there and you know so so a nightmare on elm street and friday the 13th all kind of are in the mix so there's a chance that we could see like a crossover some kind of like crazy ass crossover or maybe some uh some like you know some like sort of hints maybe they're like people will be driving on the way to leatherface's house you know not knowing that they're going there they're like where are we right now oh we're at camp crystal lake uh it's still an hour that way some shit like that you know yeah some kind of castle rocky like easter eggs yeah yeah that would be cool but uh i heard uh warner like you know dimension yeah they don't have the rights to halloween anymore unrelated but oh yeah i think warner brothers has the rights to halloween so like I think Dimension first picked it up with uh, The Curse of Michael Myers, and they did it all the way up to Rob Zombie's H2. Mm-hmm. But now it's just fucking up in the air because, like, n- like, it's not Dimension anymore. Like, fucking Warner Brothers. The Weinstein's no longer in control of Myers. Yeah. Well, I mean, which is good. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They kind of shit on Myers, like, the past 15, 20 years. Yeah, true that. Like, all the movies didn't. The first Rob Zombie one, I'm not going to. It was okay. It was okay, but the second one was pure trash, and then Resurrection was bad, and then yeah. the last good Halloween film that really, the really good Halloween film that came mm-hmm. out, it was pretty boring, but it was good. Was H two O? So yeah, but I mean, speaking of which, the last like, whew, a bunch of Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies were pretty garbage. Like the the actual reboots, oh, the Leatherface from like two thousand three, Leatherface. That one, one was actually good. Leatherface sucked. Leatherface, you watched it? Oh, um, I just heard it was garbage. Uh, trust yeah. me, it is yeah. garbage. It's but like the one before that, the beginning was terrible. No, oh no, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah, where he's the good it's, guy. It sucked. That one sucked. The beginning was really good. Have yeah, you seen the beginning. The, like on the Netflix? whole rest of the movie was. Oh and, yeah, the beginning was pretty good. And I would go as far as saying to say like the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 03 one was just as good as the original. Yeah, they, I really like They literally, the they one. literally made it almost. Like, like identical. Besides, you know, they made it yeah. super modern, and there was no fat guy in a wheelchair getting sawed in half. Right. Which which contributed to the shock factor, but I guess like the more modern movies rely on you know story and character development rather than mm-hmm. you know just fucking shock value like the you know like yeah. the old movie because that was like the first movie like that cannibal fucking mm-hmm. family like you know 1974 that was the first that was the first time we ever saw that in cinema I'm pretty sure so mm-hmm. yeah I mean I'm kind of interested to see like what they're gonna do with the television series i'm i'm imagining it's going to be Prequel. like yet again well I, I was imagining it'd be kind of like a reboot yet again i was gonna and then they take it in some direction what did they do what they do with what they're planning to do with the chucky movies so they take the recent leatherface movie mm-hmm. and they continue after that and literally that like i don't get it they called texas chainsaw massacre the beginning the beginning but this is actually the yeah, beginning of how like <laughs> that's so stupid i mean stuff moves around and people reboot it and then you never know like what the actual origin of a fucking killer or yeah, you never know is, you, you never know. know where the timeline's gonna continue off again yeah. so it's we'll see bro i mean mm-hmm. it's leatherface so i mean yeah anything I mean, michael freddy jason leatherface pinhead like i'll give it the benefit of the doubt and like oh yeah i'm still gonna watch it but i mean yeah. if it's anything like texas chainsaw 3d or whatever then no, i'm just that. i'm just gonna stop <laughs> like yeah. immediately there's no there's no real point to like yeah watch it i mean we've seen the same movie so many times yeah like texas chainsaw massacre one and two 
and three yeah. even three was called leatherface so i don't know why they released another leatherface but i don't know they were all the same thing oh basically yeah. you know there's a cannibal family oh no what are we doing here hey our car broke down hey your dinner like yeah. that's it in my opinion the only like relevant texas chainsaw massacre movies are one two and then the oh three remake i was gonna say me. and maybe the beginning for me is one all right this is in order of like the best ones uh for me mm. one the remake mm-hmm uh texas chainsaw the beginning and then uh texas chainsaw massacre for the next generation i don't think i watched that one you didn't watch it no i don't think so pretty fucking good yeah it's on my list like texas chainsaw was one of the franchises i never like delved hardcore into oh, like I, all the movies and stuff yeah i did there's not many i mean there's yeah four of the old ones and then yeah like well like four <laughs> newer ones but te- technically i mean the it's four, not all like the, one thing. the fourth texas chainsaw massacre is where i learned that like if you if you if you have blue balls for too long that you can get colon cancer. <laughs> yeah. This dude was trying to fuck his girlfriend. She's like, no, I don't want to. He's like, I'm gonna get colon cancer. <laughs> wow. Yep. Well anyway, it's time to move on from that one. <laughs> the next bit of news I don't wanna touch on for too long, but if you're still watching The Walking Dead for oh. whatever reason. Oh. I know, but Why? Why we, we have to talk about it. Uh, it's not like huge news, but kind of news. Well, I mean, Ryan Hurst, but yeah. Yeah. Still like the, the walking dead, blah, sons of anarchy. Yeah, yay. Yeah. yeah. But the walking dead is moving into, um, the arc of the whisperers, which I like the arc in the comics. It's basically this like, Oh, the whisperers. The yeah. Fucking, oh yeah. Yeah. The, they're, they're the, like the people who like dress up, dress as up as zombies, and zombies and shit. Yeah. But, uh, there was a, I saw, sorry to interrupt, but like in, uh, okay last season of the walking dead i was looking at some hints and like they're showing hints of the whisperers like mm-hmm. easter eggs throughout the fucking thing so yeah the people like you that follow the comic are gonna are gonna peep though they fucking changed it up way too much from the yeah that's why i stopped watching the, the show but but the whisperers is a is a cool arc they're probably gonna fuck it up in the show but if you're still interested in the show sons of anarchy star ryan hurst is joining uh the show as beta who is kind of like the second in command of the whisperers uh, right behind Alpha, who has been announced already as being played by Samantha Morton. So wait, what? Yeah. So uh, check it out. If you're still a fan of the show, then you'll probably be interested by this. Um, I think it's next season they're supposed to like announce the whispers. So we're gonna move on next to a couple trailer announcements. The first one is uh, the most interesting to me, and uh, I know you haven't watched the trailer for this yet. I don't think, but. You, you actually might like this one. Uh, it's called Hellfest, and it's a new slasher coming out. Ooh, another one, eh? Yeah, but this one actually looks pretty cool because it, it kind of reminds me of, like, the older slashers, at least in, like, premise, because it's basically just about uh, a group of teenagers Yes. who attend, like, this Halloween-themed festival, I, I guess. That's kind of all I got <laughs> out of it, and they're stalked by this uh, masked killer. Now, the killer costume is uh the mask is kind of cool otherwise he just has like a hoodie on which i always kind of see as like a cop out almost but overall at least like the atmosphere the acting the kills like the brutality it all looks like pretty pretty good to me and i think i think you'd enjoy the trailer and it's set during halloween i like this i like the still of the killer right here Mm -hmm. and uh it looks like it's gonna be like like they said one of those uh post scream you know slashers mm-hmm. like i know what you did last summer in urban legends and 
What? What? A- Honestly, it looks kind of more classic than that to me. You think so? Yeah. I mean, because from what I got from the trailer, it didn't really seem like it was gonna be like kind of meta or or anything like that, or like you know, oh, puzzly. Dude, and it's gonna be in theaters next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited. That- How is it not yet rated? You're not done with. Are you done <laughs> with the film? How are you gonna say a release date before you have a fucking rating? Yeah, I don't know. But it's a red band trailer. It's gonna be an R. Yeah, for sure. It just depends. Like you know, sometimes if they're still editing shit or whatever, then. Oh, dude, I didn't. This is this kind of made my day. Yeah, I'm. I, I saved the movie poster because that's one of the best yeah, movie, the movie posters I've seen cool. in a long time. I really like the movie poster a lot. Um, but let's move on. This next one we've actually discussed before. It's a new movie with uh, Chris Hemsworth and Jeff Bridges. Um, and it's actually got an all-star cast: John Hamm, Dakota Johnson, Nick Offerman. Um, and this one is Bad Times at the El Royale. Now, now this one may not be considered quite as horror but it's definitely a thriller um with with some cool horror looking elements like some of the shots look like they'd be out of a horror movie you know and this one like i said we've talked about it before it's concerning seven strangers who end up together at this um basically a hotel it's run down it's got a dark past (laughs) and then over the course of one night crazy shit happens you can't really tell like what's going on necessarily but they've got secrets you know it's one of those movies uh, it sounds like some psycho shit that's going down or some bates motel yeah shit. i think it's definitely going to be some kind of like psychological something or other you know or there's like a murderer i think there's i think it's probably like let me try to guess uh everyone will have last shot of redemption before everything goes to hell redemption hell seems really preachy so i'm gonna assume it's like one of those movies with cults or like some sort of satanic rituals or something because i mean look there's a priest in the photo you know what i'm saying so yeah this is gonna be well in the trailer he says uh i'm not a real priest which i don't know if that's true or not but who knows maybe he's just yeah i mean you know hey they they market it with that kind of stuff you know keywords are like important so uh yeah we'll see about that one one. october 12th as well yep i think this is the same as the uh the first thing we discussed well the hellfest is releasing uh september 28th but yeah i'm i'm sorry the haunting of hill house yeah that's what i meant yeah it's all supposed to drop october 12th so that's coming up like really really soon um i'm actually pretty excited for this one at least for the cast seems like it's gonna be a like a dope year for horror oh yeah especially with uh halloween and the nun coming out too Mm -hmm. yeah the nun is next week bro oh fuck i know we gotta go review it oh we we will of course yeah we don't want to disappoint our loyal listeners i'm not gonna lie um I loved the first Conjuring. First Conjuring was good. Mm-hmm. I did not like the second Conjuring, and I did not like the first Annabelle movie. The second Annabelle movie, I would say, I like the is, second one. The yeah. second Annabelle movie is like the best in the series. I would say, like Ooh. even better than the Conjuring. Ooh. So mm. that yeah, that's a bold claim. I don't think I agree and with it. I don't. I don't know why <laughs> many people like the second Conjuring though. I watched it recently. I, liked it. I watched it recently with a good friend of mine, and we both agreed that that movie was. Really? Boo-boos, yeah. I mean, it kind of mm. took the insidious concept of, like, out-of-body traveling and record... Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I... That would... Like, they're, are they both Bloomhouse, Conjuring, and Insidious? Yeah. We'll see. Th- that's cool and all, because I guess they're both Bloomhouse, but, like, switch it up, man. Like, I mean, it's the same guy, too. Yeah, I know. I ha- fucking hate him. <laughs> I like that guy. But anyway, we'll, we're going to move on real quick and finish it up here. This last trailer is about a new... A video game actually horror video game called fear the wolves um now 
I meant I wanted to mention it because I feel like it's going to excite a bunch of people because it's a battle royale game, but it's first person, so kind of like PUBG. It's like wolves versus people. What is this? It it's supposed to be like creatures, but they look like wolves. Yeah, I don't know, but it, it's a hundred oh, so, hundred player battle royale. You get dropped in. It's basically like PUBG, except there's all these like supernatural elements. So, like you have to fight off people and monsters. Yeah. Yeah, so honestly, like, it looked pretty cool. This is kind of like a Battle Royale game I could get into, because normally I'm not really a fan of them. What is this, honest, a fucking but, PC game? Um, I, I think it's I think it's going to be releasing on console, uh, but yeah, I think it's only on PC right now in early access, so if you pay, I don't know how much it costs, but if you want to get the early access, you can uh, get into that. So. I don't think I'd pay for, like, an alpha of a game, you know? Or yeah, like I hate doing that. Fortnite is basically the same thing, though. Fortnite's still a beta, that's why. Yeah. But we're going to move on now to our very first segment. Uh, be on the lookout for all those shows. Uh, if the Fear of the Wolf sounds cool to you, you can go check it out. Probably on Steam. It's in early access. But we're going to move on with a really cool uh, little number here in this week's Cult Corner. So this one... My good pal Barnabas did not know about this. Yeah, actually, he had no idea. Uh, I watched this back when I was very, very young. I'm talking about yeah. when we still had a Blockbuster video before the other video store that I used to go to normally. This is back when I had found, like, Ceremony and like, oh, yeah. all those obscure movies. But uh, this one's called Ripper Letter from Hell. Now, if you're familiar with early 2000s slasher movies, uh, this is yeah. this is exactly like all of them. So if you've seen Scream, mm-hmm. I know what you did last summer. Urban Legend. Urban Legend. I yeah. think this one most closely resembles Urban Legends. Though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think I actually said this really feels like I'm watching Urban Legends right now. Yeah, like, well, as well, I was watching. Yeah, it. as we were watching it, because like th- there was this even at the beginning it was the same thing. Everyone's in a classroom. Yep. And then someone pulls a prank. Someone mm-hmm. thinks someone's dying, but they're not. Yeah, you've got the edgy like punk rocker chick, except she's like the main character in this one for some reason but yeah and uh also before i dwell into the you know plot and everything mm-hmm. uh the end of this movie by the producers and director is um open to interpretation this whole movie is yeah, open yeah. to complete interpretation like there is no yeah. there is no like because set ending cause, yeah because i don't want to spoil it but there's a pretty good chance that who you think is like the killer is actually the killer but it it does lead you to you know speculate on whether um in particular this one other character is actually the killer and they're both like what you would consider you know protagonists like good guys yeah exactly because re- well really the whole thing it's you know kind of like cherry falls there's two like you're not really sure where the exactly. killer is that yeah. kind of thing I forgot um, to mention cherry falls and then yeah. and then a more recent one this one came out in 2011 uh my soul to take that was yeah. kind of like a teen slasher little fun yeah honestly these these fun films like scream i know what you did last summer urban legends like these are i think they're much better than like any other modern horror movies like i think that i think we should have we shouldn't we 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 stopped with that and we went into stuff like uh the strangers the collector Mm -hmm. we we went from like we went from like these uh teen slashers to like these home invasion movies yeah yeah the home invasion thing was was huge um it's it's kind of dying down a little bit now but like yeah once once that kind of took over then we saw like you know don't breathe yeah uh, there don't, was, don't hang up yeah don't hang up there i mean there's even like some foreign ones like this one called kidnapped i think that was maybe a little earlier and then there was crush the skull yeah crush the skull intruders yeah. mm-hmm. 
I know there's, there's a, I know there's a few more. There's but, like way yeah. too many of these like home like it's I, and it, you know what I hate it kind of the thing about these early two thousands movies though like one the setting was better yeah two I mean the era was I mean I like yeah. it a lot better than than today some fucking douchebag with a cell phone in every fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, call Steve. He's gonna like they they literally like reiterate yeah. how important it is to have a cell phone back, be like, back you, then it you was like signal before it's like yo there's no pay phone near us we're gonna yeah. get killed in these fucking woods yo like, let me go get the rotary phone bill <laughs> like yeah. i mean i don't know like the like the, the, the movies went from sla- like because slasher you know it is a subgenre of horror movies yeah. but then i think thriller is also a subgenre of horror yeah, yeah for that's, sure that's that makes you focus less on like Yo, what's the killer wearing? How is he gonna kill yeah. people? It make it makes well, it's, it's, they try to be relatable. It's people based horror. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, every slasher is, you know, besides like you know, but J- like J- strictly, you know. Yeah, but so was uh, you know, I know what you did last summer in urban because yeah. that could happen to anybody. Imagine you go yeah, to college, yeah. take a legend on urban, le- take a cl- class on urban legend, and all of a sudden. You got some fucking sicko, one of your fucking classmates, and yeah. just starts chopping people up. I, like, yeah, I mean, slashers are, like, very specific. That's just, why there's kind of some differentiation. To, but I miss the mystery, dude. Yeah. Like, I miss the being captivated by the story, you know? Yeah, Even though it was all kind, not the same, but... Now, is, you know someone's, I mean. is someone in my house? Yeah. <laughs> no, let me take that back. Uh, the Collector and... Uh, what, what was the other one I said? The Strangers? Yeah. They didn't... Well, it's just not that interesting, honestly. I, I like would it's, say when a stranger calls kind of started that. Yeah. But, but that one wasn't even like home invasion. Even that one took from the original one and from Black Christmas, and yeah. still had like some of those elements in there that actually made the movie interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean there were know, you there were parts the for was, sure. You didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Two, you didn't know where the guy was calling from, where mm-hmm. he is. Well, besides Black Christmas, but in, when a stranger calls, you don't know if he was yeah. in the house. Nowadays, like the movies, like. Chilling with the family. Mm-hmm. Some guy kicks down the door. He ties up the husband, chops off the husband's head with like a fucking butter knife. And like, it's just right. all shock. It's like, oh my God, this can all happen to me. Like, yeah. I mean, no, but uh, I mean, like, I don't want to fucking like, you know, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be too relatable to like the characters. I like some fucking college kids getting their fucking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was just going to say like, you know, I think uh, if we're comparing like, you know, modern slasher thrillers whatever home invasion to like movies like ripper um i just think even like ripper this the story was was just more interesting because movies now not all of them but a lot of them like the storyline like the the plot is just very linear you know yeah, yeah. it's not there there aren't like all of these like threads and there's like you know? no room to speculate either in like right. modern horror yeah cuz you know there's like there's you know there's a killer but like in ripper you're not sure because out of like this whole group it is right in like the strangers like you never find out who the killers are but like there's three killers and there's just the protagonist scared right yeah in like ripper or cherry falls or like i know what you did last summer i was constantly going like yo what if it's him right or what if it's her you know and i like that because it kind of stimulates me more like as i'm watching the movie yeah same like i don't know like i think uh what, what really had to do with like these movies like with us at least liking them is like like I said the setting, like 1990s mm-hmm. and who's getting killed fucking you know kids, and uh, I don't know I think uh, I I think it's just different I don't think mo- modern horror is ever gonna really go back to that even though they like yeah they kind of should because I mean I dude know, like even change. even like the 80s like all right there have been some bad slashers but there have been ones that do it right because like most most movies now 
just tell a story. You you need to have at least some sort of narrative, something mm-hmm. something under it, some sort of subtext. You can't just yeah substance. Yeah, yeah you can't just kind of like you can't just wing it. Like it seems like yeah. I don't know. Like the thing that this movie had too was like I really I really liked the cinematography mm-hmm. because like it didn't seem like it was like it, it just like it's it, it really seemed like it like it fit in with urban legends yeah. and. And I know what you do that summer as a series, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they're all part of like the same universe, at least like with the camera work, the mm-hmm. the way the scares come, even the kills, you know, like even the killer yeah. guys, like the the hooded guy with the that was cool. Yeah, I like that because he kind of looked like uh, like the Phantom of the Opera sort of, but he just had like a plain white mask. Yeah, that was cool. I like that, you know, because it's simple, but it's effective. It's not just like he threw a hoodie on and we had our like a uh, you know, dollar store mask, you know. And we had our Ahab too in this uh, film, yeah, which was yeah. the the police officer. Mm-hmm. He was always keeping an eye on uh, yeah Jurgen, AJ's character. What was it, Molly? Molly, yeah, yep. yeah played by uh, Jurgen Prochnov. That's his or name. However you say his name, yeah, I don't know. He's been in a, a lot of shit, so I knew I recognized him when I first he saw was, him. He was one of the best actors on there. Oh yeah, he's like super experienced. The, the the fake Chris Hemsworth though, he wasn't too good. Yeah, the fake Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, the the you know pop assumed antagonist was it ryan northcott right that's him yeah i think so i mean i've seen him in other shit but he was never really super impressive yeah he just seems very like he just seemed like the the, very average he seemed like the he he just fit that that character like that yeah like the the the, when when he would get he wants to be alpha you know yeah but when he would get like that and when he would get like mad and shit i i don't know he just seems so like forced you know I didn't like it. He didn't seem like he was, he didn't seem like he was mad. It's cuz his yeah. eyes never opened up. His eyes yeah, like I know. his like never facial fu- acting is yeah, bad. He, yeah, it's really bad, but I mean, by the sound of his voice, if you weren't looking at him, you'd be if you weren't looking at him, you'd be like, "All right, this guy's mad." But if yeah. you watch him, you're like, "He he's mad like psycho mad." Like that was that's what made me think kind he of. was the killer. It made me think like, "Yo, he's trying to turn it around, but Yeah. Oh yeah, we forgot another one, Valentine. That was another Yeah, yeah, very see, similar. Like, all, yeah. Very similar. Like they all seem like they're a part of like yeah, I don't. I don't know how I missed Ripper though. I don't. Like, I had no idea it existed. Dude, I didn't even know it existed until. Uh, well, if you guys want to watch this movie, just open up X, your Xfinity if you have Comcast, mm-hmm. and it's under free movies. It's called Ripper Letter from Hell. Yeah, but, yeah. I I knew about this. I rented it from the video store, like I said back in the day. But I just re mm-hmm. I just rediscovered it again because I didn't know that I forgot about this movie. Yeah. The, the, I'll I'll say this. I mean, I, I probably kind of got swept under the rug of like all those other movies because I don't know. It's it is very similar to all of them, but I think the thing that separates this one and makes it cult is that the ending is just like you don't know mind what fucking yet. It seems so ridiculous. Like yeah. looking at it now, um, but when you watch it, you're like, okay, I guess this fits the movie because it's just really fucking weird. But this whole movie was weird. Dude, and you know I what? I don't even care. You know what? All these movies had, like, besides Valentine, they all had in common. Huh. Eventually, in the movie, it started fucking raining. Yeah. Like, wa- like near the climax of the yeah. movie. And it's always in, like, the wilderness exactly. or something, like, around some mountain road. And, or like, some people shit are like, like you weren't good. And someone's hiding something that they didn't tell anyone. They're like, yeah. you could have told us that you were the nephew of the serial killer <laughs> of course he's gonna come back for you know there's yeah. always some some but but that's what made it great like i don't know this yeah. was it, it got a shit rating on imdb yeah but i enjoyed it i, I really did too I yeah mean, the story was good i mean it kept you you know interested in like who the killer was and what was going on it's because everyone in the movie was a fucking weirdo right all the characters are weirdos yeah so 
yeah go go check it out i think it's super cool it's very unknown i feel like yeah and um but i think it was a good movie so um go look it up and the crazy part is i don't want to like spend any time on it but there's a fucking part two as well oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah ripper uh letter from within or something yeah. like that yeah i don't know anyway. that, that one's too much mo- like i said that's that one's modern okay i heard it's just uh yeah i heard it's awful i heard the killer i'm not gonna reveal who it is because this yeah, one, this heard, one wasn't even made too. until recently that wasn't the original story so yeah. let's uh they the killer's like losing their yeah. mind in this mental hospital and like people aren't there that they're okay. trying to talk to and interesting it, it seems more like uh not like horror but like psychological yeah. like just a disturbing movie that's well well i don't want to spend any time on it but exactly. <laughs> but uh yeah go check out ripper letter from hell right now we're going to move on to uh our main discussion which is going to be kind of a year in review um it's almost fall now it's nearly september for us i don't know when you're going to be listening to this but it's nearly september for us summer's pretty much over and we've had a lot of horror released this year Seriously, and a lot of it honestly has been pretty good um there's definitely some standouts of course as always um we actually the, the cool thing is we haven't actually seen that many sequels yeah which is good yeah i'm um, happy about that yeah so but i guess we'll probably highlight you know a few um the the last one we just saw was slender man which we just gave you a whole review of and actually the most recent one is uh summer of 84 yeah technically but we're not gonna we're gonna give our opinion on that later yeah, we're gonna delve more into summer of 84 it'll be like definitely a, a standout it'll, it'll be a smooth transition into that oh, talk. yes but uh yeah we just talked about slender man slender man kind of marked the you know the arrival of the uh summer horror blockbuster yeah because that's kind of what that was it was definitely marketed kind of as such you know it was one of those teen movies like you could just go fucking check out you know with your friends or like your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever yeah because unfriended wasn't that big you know it was like yeah i mean i would say unfriended was kind of the same kind of movie in theaters you know oh yeah oh yeah but yeah no i i completely get what you mean um i guess unfriended kind of was you know the the big one i would say maybe even a little bigger than slender man um but they were both exactly kind of what i thought they were going to be since they were summer you know blockbuster horror movies yeah there wasn't anything of like real substance it was mainly like i don't know it, it just felt like a, a modern summer movie you know yeah it really me. did like it was it's your stereotypical summer horror movie slender yeah. unfriended mm-hmm. um i don't know what even what? kind of the strangers yeah yeah but like truth or dare that one too i just actually i actually just watched it like last week or something what's it even about okay it's it's totally you're just gonna be like oh another one of those movies so basically uh it's about this group of friends who are on i don't know spring break or something in uh i don't know mexico I, i don't really remember it didn't really matter that much basically um the protagonist girl meets this guy you know another american guy and then all her friends show up and he invites them to go play a game right because they're trying to like go home but he's like no you know come play a game and then he takes them to this like you know abandoned building (laughs) and they play truth or dare oh my god and he he says something and then he's like you know i'm sorry and he leaves and then they're all roped into this demonic game of truth or dare yo why the fuck does this sound familiar 
This sounds like some Bye Bye Man type shit. Yeah, I mean... Or, uh, what's that other fucking... Sort of. What's that other movie we watched? Um, the one with the ghost. And they they got the guy... Ghost House, remember that? Yeah. The one where they go to, like, Taiwan or wherever the fuck they went. The guy with... Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. I mean, it's not quite... I mean, this one's definitely, like, more gimmicky. Because, like, they have to play truth or dare or they die. And if they, like you know lie or if they like don't do the dare then they die it was really stupid though because like the demon cgi was literally just like their eyes stretching and their mouth stretching open a little bit it looked terrible it was so bad i hated it so so that's i'm guessing that's not (laughs) one of the good ones you recommend no i don't recommend it all that was definitely like a summer horror movie too and they all kind of like are in the same vein they're not very good movies but if you don't really like care that you're watching a bad movie, they're good movies to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think, if you're uh, just like, I don't really want to pay attention. It's Friday night. I'm just going to turn something on. Truth exactly. or Dare, Slenderman. Yeah. You know? Yep. I think uh, I think a quiet place. Like now looking back at it, since my feelings have kind of changed, like I don't know. It kind of like I was kind of let down because like yeah. I thought it was going to be something like I didn't know. Like like I said, remember when we were talking about it? You knew I didn't. I thought it was some sort of like if you make a noise in the house, mm-hmm. like then then like a spirit or something, like some sort of demonic presence was gonna just fuck you up. Oh that yeah, no, it was a monster movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, di- I didn't know it was gonna be about eight like those fucking alien things and yeah, that post-apocalypse and then. See the th- the thing is, I liked the movie overall, and I think it was definitely like probably the first horror movie of the year to like really get people's attention. I would put it as probably one of, like, the standout good horror movies of the year so far. But, yeah, I mean, looking back at it now, I kind of feel a little differently just because, like, toward the end of the film, I didn't like the monsters that much. They were too CGI. They were just, like, completely in your face. Yeah, that's what I hate. They showed them way too much. Like, remember those shots? Well, not only the shots when they would, like, kill and they would just, like, zoom past. Or they'd be walking up, like... Yeah, when they were, like, just creeping in the background. Like, there was one scene, like, shot specifically that I remember where um, the the girl, the deaf girl, was, like, uh, face to the camera. And it was, like, an over-the-shoulder medium shot. And it was, like, dark. It was, like, when they were in the cornfields later you know yeah and you could see over her shoulder just like a shape and you know if you weren't like really looking you probably wouldn't even notice that it was there but if you looked you could see a shape moving and it was one of the monsters and like i wish they kept it like that for the whole movie yeah like subtle i like um, i like when when it's subtle i don't yeah. like when they're just like like out there like yeah. the thing it, we we saw we saw this fail before like i don't know mm-hmm. why it succeeded this time the relic yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, I like, I, I like. I thought the, the relic was good. I thought the relic was better than this, but yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the the, the just the CGI effect just kind of yeah killed it for See, me. See, if, if like, it was practical and they were showing that much and they were like right in your face, I think it would have been dope. Yeah, but the fact that they looked like video game characters, mm-hmm. like yeah, it took me out of it a little bit. Yeah, honestly, like when when uh when we were talking to Muyo and he mentioned like, 
oh you know it's like make a noise come back yeah. turn on water they, they come again hide turn on um kick kick puddle to make yeah, noise, and then like throw something <laughs> and then they, it would be the same shit over and over yeah i agree with that <laughs> that, that kind of made me like think about it like oh shit. yeah i mean it, it, it <laughs> as soon as he as soon as he simplified it that much i was like yeah. damn that does sound pretty bad but but listen i mean it was like the first real like big horror movie of the year yeah and it's, well, you know I, at I, least I, in I, terms of like critical in terms of like critical success as well as box office success because oh, yeah. oh, winchester yeah. like critically was was not really praised that much honestly you know? a lot of people didn't i like feel it. differently now about winchester now looking back really? i really really like winchester i enjoyed it yeah i really enjoyed it and we were talking but i mean like the general consensus of winchester is not like nearly as high as like a quiet place right but you know i don't know so don't, that's why i said that but, but so here's what changed now now um i do not like a quiet place okay i like winchester okay i still feel the same way about the strangers pray at night i still yeah. really liked it i liked it yeah it was good but I, I just wanted to leave off um for a quiet place by saying i still liked it my feelings have changed like a little more negatively but like the entire concept of the film and like how it played out with with the quietness and everything um and john krasinski in general like i don't know I, yeah, those was, elements were great you know even Emily Blunt. Well, aren't they but, married, right? Yeah. So that so they had I think that's what, yeah, that's what made it like seem kind of super real yeah. like the like the emotions and stuff. So like they just had to pretend they were themselves basically, but yeah. with different names and a different story, but Mhm. I mean, I think that's why like the acting in that movie was fucking great. That's that's a really yeah, kind of yeah, separated uh that's where a quiet place I think beats like Yeah. M- almost all of these I'd, movies i'd say the child acting in a quiet place was the best as well yeah you know i think though that really made it stand yeah, out. yeah i too. think like i said quiet place i didn't like it as a movie now looking back at it but the acting was superb like yeah i mean the sound design you know or lack thereof yeah was good too because let's be real in hereditary uh mm-hmm. the dad was like the most dad actor ever like he yeah. was just indifferent yeah he really was uh, i forget the wife's name the yeah, gr- I don't the know. Character, but, but, but I wanted to talk about Hereditary in a little bit because you mentioned uh, Strangers Pray at Night oh, yeah. and Winchester. And then also one kind of rounding out that like beginning of the year spree was Insidious, The Last Key. Oh, yeah. Which was actually like really the first major horror movie to come out this year, January 5th. And Technically, yeah. Yeah, I, I did see it. Um, overall, I didn't really like it that much except for the uh, like the main demon um was not that great of a movie honestly but it was still a big release because it's insidious and you know then we had winchester and strangers pray at night honestly i think the movies have probably gotten better um i didn't really want to like spend a lot of time on those because we've already done reviews on them Mm -hmm. but so you, you guys know pretty much what we think about those movies um but you know it really all kind of led up to the big one which of course was hereditary so yeah so we can talk a little bit more about that i mean that's probably not only the most like divided horror movie this year but definitely the most successful yeah and most like critically praised so we have to spend at least a little bit of time on it um was it my was not my favorite movie this year though yeah it wasn't my favorite horror movie this year but like now that i've had you know all this time to digest it i like it a lot more i I do like it a lot more um I think I definitely have to watch it again to kind of get a better feel for the pacing. The pa- you know? It was a real slow burn, but like it was, yeah. it was done well with like the with like the mind games the demon was playing oh, with yeah, the boy yeah, yeah. and like 
the 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 like subtext about like just mm-hmm. just family in general and about like yeah. neglect and about hatred and about uh mm-hmm. resentment like yeah. i don't know it was just it was it was, just it was a, about like family issues it was a very well-written movie i think just the the oh, pacing yeah. was a little off yeah that was my favorite part of the yeah. whole thing and and the acting was good aside from like a few ridiculous moments that's why i think the acting in a quiet place oh, was man. better the, 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 the cry <laughs> that, that, that's when the whole yeah. theater started laughing bro yeah our whole theater was just like fucking yeah i know like it, was like, it was so funny though because because he was like yeah because he just randomly just started crying and then hugged his dad he was like Bleh. i mean i'll say this i think he was probably the best actor in the movie except for that part like that kind of ruined it no honestly the dad was the best actor because yeah, i have good. i have never seen someone act indifferent and he literally acted like mm-hmm like our dad would act like the whole he nothing really bothered him even at the end when he tried to burn the things and he yeah. he got sent on fire like he even when he was on fire he wasn't as panicked as a normal yeah. person like i don't know like the dude was just like he was like really level-headed like and mm-hmm. he he ma- maintained that character like really really well uh, he was probably just playing himself let's be real yeah it seemed like it probably but the mom was like a little over the top for me yeah, slightly. Like I mean, she I think went her... Off, like, when she went off on her son, you always give me that fucking look with those yeah. fucking eyes. And the blah, blah, blah. I, oh. think, I think her more, like, reserved acting was a lot better than her, you know, crazy acting. But, yeah. Um, but she was still great. I mean... Yo, honestly, though, like... Yeah. This isn't one of those movies that's scary because it's like scary. Like the mm-hmm. last, the last twenty five minutes were, I would say, last thirty minutes probably were like yeah, scary. Like yeah, it started sure. off when, when the kid was at school. That's what I yeah, would it say. It didn't start off scary. It was just like depressing and sad. Yeah, you know. Like remember he was smoking weed and then he just had mm-hmm. a panic attack. Like, yeah, his sister yeah. died. But it was more like stress inducing than than anything. But I, I'll say this because I want to talk about a few other things before we move on. I think Hereditary being so successful is not really going to set more of a standard for the rest of the year but i think it's going to set like way more of a huge standard for horror movies next year yeah and probably the year following that because this has been probably like the biggest horror movie it's just fad following people are in like a while people are going to look at what the critics say about all of these horror movies they're going to see what works what worked and what didn't Mm -hmm. what what and not not even just based on like what the critics say they're gonna look at revenue like yeah i i just think uh and then if it's if there's if if like any of these movies made like a low revenue or like mm -hmm. just did poorly with critics i don't think they're gonna make something like this next year you know and if they do they're gonna like either either they're gonna reimagine like the whole like type of movie or they're just gonna completely destroy it by just creating well well, that's that's where i was getting at i I think that more films in this kind of style are definitely going to be coming out i mean we've already seen them for you know a little bit but there is i I think it's definitely going to be i mean there might be some oversaturation i don't know there is such thing as too much substance you know right right yeah you don't want to lose like the pacing and the atmosphere and everything yeah by just expanding upon everything and the interest like, yeah and then like completely shifting gears in yeah. the last 30 minutes that was the only thing i still don't like about the movie but um but yeah i what's mean what's that I, other movie like hereditary inheritance yeah i still don't watch it is it out yet i have no idea i don't think so yeah i haven't heard anything about it because if that might be another 2018 movie yeah maybe um yeah i'm not sure but yeah her- i mean i'll end with this i think hereditary was definitely is definitely gonna set the precedent for at least the next two years um yeah. i think a lot more movies are going to be released in this style very 
you know heavy like story driven but with these you know family and like i don't know agony and grief elements kind of like you know the babadook was a was an example but speaking of like movies like the babadook about you know child resentment and mm-hmm. stuff mom and dad like that uh yeah mom and dad i want to talk they, about that they need to really they did really good i, I there's yeah. people on this facebook page horror flicks fans like some of them are dickheads like the movie's trash but then they'll say yeah. victor crowley was good you know oh so my like, god yeah but yeah i don't know i thought mom and dad was done great we just need we need more shit like that because yeah. the whole time you're like you're like why the fuck is this happening and then they never tell you they just show you like, see see that was over the top acting that made sense nicholas cage and it was yeah. great yeah. that's because it was nicholas cage he can even selma blair i mean he can nicholas cage can say anything and you'll be like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i agree yeah um that's that's pretty fair that's he's po- just he's just a genius he's one of the, he's that's one of like the greatest actors of all time because yeah he's literally in everything yeah he's yeah he's great he, he just knows how to play crazy like so well he really does but i really liked the movie a lot yeah it was very interesting concept and that's you know one thing i thought too like this year we had a lot of really interesting concepts we had uh unsane the the movie i haven't seen it yet but the one Same. by steven soderbergh that was only Ooh, filmed on the iphone what's that one movie we watched uh about the vampire you remember it was like a newer movie oh livid yeah, yeah. Was that, that was from year? like no that was like 2011 or something oh, it seemed newer though yeah but um un- we had unsane we had um upgrade upgrade was great i liked it a I lot seen it. is it horror there's there's like a, bu- a lot of gore kind of but it's more of a sci-fi nah. yeah but i thought it was really good i liked it and a lot of people consider it kind of horror because it's it's by lee winnell i'm not and... i'm not anti-sci-fi but this one I, was I still cool. haven't seen the first alien that's how like <laughs> yeah yeah you have to <laughs> speaking of 2018 horror um stand against evils uh oh yeah yeah that's another one mm-hmm. not movie but we still gotta you know touch on it because that's that i loved the fucking first season yeah the last episode though had me like with the recurring event over mm-hmm. and over and over running over the little girl getting stabbed by the little girl and yeah like, stand against evil you should watch that too that, that kind of made my 2018 a lot better that fucking yeah i like stand against evil a lot those episodes and yeah. uh obviously castle rock yeah we had castle rock of course yeah um an, a, another couple movies i wanted to mention real quick before we move on is uh annihilation which was also kind of more sci-fi but then we had um yeah we were the new day of the dead the first purge ghost stories uh Ghostland, which oh, was yeah, a big ghost one stories that's out now right yeah people on horror flicks were saying like i said it was bad but uh, from the trailer it looked good it looked like they were going to turn yeah. a non-believer i want to give it a shot we should we should watch it uh this upcoming weekend for yeah, sure for sure and um yeah i mean that's mostly the 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 bigger movies but i'll just end by saying i think this year so far has honestly been really good for horror we had a couple movies that kind of you know have at least you know achieved or if not succeed like exceeded the the kind of level that like split and get out brought us last year you know like those were the the real big horror movies we've had now hereditary in a quiet place and we still have the nun coming up we still have halloween and we have the new movies we just mentioned today yeah all those and like a whole bunch of other good ones that are like coming to festivals and everything so yeah it's been honestly it's been a really good year for horror we even had like a new puppet master which i haven't seen yet but apparently was good have you ever seen that uh have you ever not this year but next year uh, have you ever seen them i told you about it it's called don't look in the basement oh yeah 1973 it's like a 
one of those asylum movies mm-hmm. it was like probably the first i think and uh they're 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 remaking it uh it's either be gonna be this year or next year they said oh nice they 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 already made a sequel to the original mm-hmm. but now they're remaking the original okay interesting yeah i'm gonna be look out on the lookout for that one too but so it's the people are uh, i think now that horror has kind of fallen off mm-hmm. a lot of modern horror fans have like researched like old cult movies very like yeah. very obscure movies and then like you know they're getting into contact and or these directors are at least you know getting more knowledgeable mm-hmm. on like you know real cult classic horror and they're like yeah well trying to put a real modern spin on it like well, look at suspiria now like that one's yeah I, I was gonna say yeah suspiria too i mean we didn't mention that but that's still coming up but oh, dude, on, I honestly wait for that i know but uh, honestly dude i don't think horror has fallen off at all i think it's actually gotten like back on the horse now well, hollywood horror i mean yeah i mean i guess it depends like yeah what specifically you're talking about but in the supernatural I mean, we've had a lot of stuff least. coming up yeah we've had too much stuff like there's focused. been more indie like gems yeah you know and there hits, really has which which i'm glad about but yeah i mean let us know what you guys think um about the year so far what has been your favorite movie to come out this year uh you know we're planning on doing kind of an end of the year kind of follow-up to this one so we'll see how our opinions on certain movies change and how new movies that come out will uh will affect all that but let's move on now to our final segment of the episode why don't we and it is the chopping block all right now uh, i remember we saw we were we were i forgot we were, we were looking at horror movie posters online mm-hmm. and we saw we saw one raymond did it it looked like really retro and then we saw summer of 84 yes and the poster i think is what got us yeah the poster Initially. has like a super retro feel which i really liked and you know what i liked even more it was very simple what i liked what i liked the most was the year 84 i was like yeah. yo 80s were the fucking the era of horror movies mm-hmm. so a modern horror movie taking place back then like yeah. i was like let's see what the fuck they can do with it yeah so we just watched it like over the weekend and everybody has been raving about it online so we had to give it a shot and another you know 80s based modern horror movie we've been having some good luck with those and this one i think was excellent yes this is my favorite movie of the year mine too next yeah. to uh infinity war oh like in general yeah it's definitely my favorite horror movie of the year oh so yeah far, horror movie for yes. sure but possibly movie too yeah this w- i would say like this infinity war and uh i would say deadpool 2 like these yeah, those are my top good. three r- just regular movies of the year but nice. this is this is definitely definitely better than any of the movies we listed i would agree with that definitely better than hereditary I'm, you know i I'm think not, i'm not gonna lie this is one of the this is the best horror movie i've seen in like the past few years nice like i haven't seen anything like this in a minute like, yeah it's been a while it was like the goonies meets stranger things yeah. meets disturbia yeah it was great it had meets a fright lot night. of those elements because it had a lot of the fright night elements yeah because there's a lot of there's a lot of voyeurism which in movie in horror movies i feel like is always very interesting because you get to see from the main character's perspective but there's basically spying on you know what's actually happening um fright night did it yeah disturbia did it did you notice very cool uh, i think they did a little homage and i think disturbia also did an homage to fright night yeah but uh they had that uh this movie had that fright night disturbia moment where uh 
the person that they think is the killer mm -hmm. they went to his house and like yeah they asked him about it and yeah, then like yeah. you know he reassured them like oh that's <laughs> he laughed it off that happened in all three of these movies in yeah. disturbia i noticed that immediately i was like yo i like that this is really really like this is really paying tribute to mm -hmm. both of these movies like in a because like there's no reason for that to just happen in every movie like there's right. fright night started that like because you remember when charlie went over to his neighbor's house mm -hmm. with a uh, peter vincent he's like well he thinks you're a vampire he's like oh yeah. ridiculous <laughs> yeah um no that element was super cool yeah basically i felt like i was just watching like it you know plus the goonies plus uh, like Stand by Me plus Stranger Things, like yeah. it was just very cool. I mean, the, Dude, the score, oh the my, score was that so good. I'm good. If there's a soundtrack to this movie, and I know yeah, one I of want the, it. I think one of the writers mess, uh, replied to our yeah, actually our Twitter. It was uh, it was one of the writers and producers, I believe. Yeah, and uh, Matt Leslie. Yeah. So yep. if you're listening to this right now, we appreciate you taking the time to you know retweet us. Yo, where'd you reply you, to our tweet? How, yo, whoever wrote the score. How yeah. did how did they how did they do this? Yeah, I said props to the composer. Like, and and can you get me a disc? Yeah, if you, like, if can you, you wanna, give me a soundtrack of this movie? If you want to send us like a disc to like review, that'd be super cool. A signed DVD <laughs> and the soundtrack is all I want. Yeah, I would be so happy with that. <laughs> yeah, I really like this movie. The score was very very eighties. But the thing I liked about it was not only did it sound 80s, but it was actually really suspenseful. Yeah. Because you didn't know. And it kept throwing you in every which way. Yeah. But, I mean, just, like, the way the music would uh, would differ, like, as soon as something really suspenseful was happening, it would just, like, immediately... Or even, like, slowly creep in and just, you know, be like, dun, dun, you know, and, like... Oh, dude. Even, like... It was very Like, the, the little noise uh, during the binocular scene mm -hmm. with the talkie in the window... Yeah, it you was remember just very quick, as, like, yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was awesome. The cinematography was great. It really was. But like, yeah, my favorite part was just the story, honestly, and like the way the characters interacted with each other because they were young those, kids, you know. Yeah, like, it was a coming of age type movie. Yeah, except their coming of age involved, you know. Yeah, mur murders, murders, but, and like trying to find the killer. But other than that, it was just like all them making fun of each other and just looking at titties, like you know, in magazines and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's. Like, that's all they really cared about until the one kid specifically was like, yo, I think my neighbor is the serial killer. Yeah. And then it was all just, like, them looking for clues and, like, almost being found out and killed. And, and yeah, there were just a lot of really suspenseful moments. I mean, the acting was phenomenal. I Seriously, think the yeah, dude like who it, played the cop was fucking great. Yeah, I think the, the kids, too. Like, one of them was yeah. from The Babysitter. I think you found that out. Yeah, um, I think Judah Lewis. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, was from the Babysitter. He was dope. He was uh, he was Tommy, right? And uh, yep, he he that he he's gonna go far in horror. Yeah, like, I think that's he's two, gonna be good. That's, that's that's two movies so far that mm -hmm. were really good that he was a part of. You know. Yeah, I agree. I think he he, he could definitely be a star. We had uh, Graham Verchere. I don't know how to say his last name as the the lead Davy Armstrong. Oh, and then, he's dope. Yeah, he was good. Rich Summer as Wayne Mackey, the cop, phenomenal. And then, of course, we had uh, all the way from Psych, uh, we had the, I, I don't remember the actor's name, but the the one, like, assistant cop on Psych was the dad in this movie. Oh, really? So that was kind of interesting, yeah. In, in he just had a beard. A, and He this. was, like, a journalist in this or whatever, like a news reporter? Yeah, or something. I don't know. But, yeah. He was, he was, he was cool. It was, it was a welcome, like, addition. Um, 
but yeah dude i i really liked everything about this movie just like the pacing was great just the way that they like constructed the story i think was was very very good um i was always like intrigued and there were honestly a lot of like really shockingly like brutal parts in this film especially toward the end oh dude the ending was the best i don't want to yeah. spoil it but when uh when those stairs come down you remember yeah yeah holy shit that was uh that was pretty wild dude this was like and the pacing of this movie was great yeah it didn't drag on there weren't there wasn't like unnecessary filler right yeah like i said it just kept you like constantly on the edge of your seat i really even during like the slower parts you know honestly my final score of this movie is like 10 out of 10 yeah honestly i would yeah it's hard for me not to give it a 10 out of 10 at least nine and a half i think i gave it like four and a half stars on my thing just because i don't think it's like the most perfect horror movie you know of all time or like a perfect horror movie necessarily but i think it's it might be there it's very close to being there i think uh, i think the same thing with uh with like that happened with hereditary in winchester mm-hmm. i think uh, we just gotta let it settle over like the next two months yeah and if you ever think like damn that was a good movie or like i really 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 want to watch that again i mean it's definitely I probably will honestly it's, it's gonna be like one of the first movies i watch like you know it's one of those summertime movies you mm-hmm. know summer of 84 it's gonna be and you know throughout my years on those hot days i just chill yeah. inside watch like these horror movies and this is going to be one of them even during halloween time this oh, is I, yeah this is definitely going to be this needs to be on like they need to put this out there like i mean yeah, I, I, I i bought it off comcast i rented it and yeah that was the first movie i rented in like a year and like definitely i'm glad you it. did dude it was very good yeah it's not chopped for me at all no dude not chopped go see it as fast as you can mm-hmm. yeah it just it was actually at sundance film festival i think you know now yeah you can rent it on comcast yeah, probably a few other places maybe amazon has it for rent now but buy the dvd go check it out yeah i'm about to buy the dvd just so i can have it yeah i, I want to get, get the blu-ray for sure once that's out oh yeah if um, uh <coughs> for our friend now uh, mr uh, leslie yeah <coughs> oh. can, uh, <coughs> so yeah let us review those blu-ray special features why don't you right i'd like a commentary too like <laughs> oh, if that'd they be ha- super cool yeah i i don't know if they ha- if the blu-ray has I want some Most commentary likely. behind the scenes, deleted scenes. Yeah. Any alternate endings, you know, I'd like to know about that mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I just want to know like the thought processes behind just, you know, the cinematography, the overall just look of the film, or like the acting and everything. You or know? how they come up with it. Like just summer of 84, yeah, yeah. hey, our neighbor is probably a serial killer. Yeah, and I, I just love the way that it pulled you like in different directions. See, this was like one of those kind of like the old school, like 2000s slashers and stuff that we were just talking about earlier yeah you know it, it made you think that maybe this guy isn't the killer maybe this person is a killer blah blah, yeah. blah blah and then you know keep surprising you yeah which uh, i really enjoyed so yeah if you're looking for a very good horror movie to watch and if you're looking for something that's gonna captivate you and like keep you interested in it you know go check out summer of 84 seriously go check it out and it has like i said rewatch value like crazy like, yeah definitely i'll watch this 20 more times by next year probably <laughs> yeah probably it's it's very good like this is a movie i want to sit down with on the weekend as like the movie i see right before i go to bed right and <laughs> just yeah chill you know so you should tell your go uh, check it out your film crew about this yeah yeah i probably will seriously probably really like it yeah I know there's at least a few in there who are like you know big horror fans so 
yeah go check out summer of 84 i think that's mostly going to do it um as always don't forget if you like the show you can go check out all of our previous episodes um, now you can actually read our host bios on our new website gravediscussions.net and then be sure to follow all our social media for the latest updates and where can they find us they can find us on twitter instagram and facebook yeah just look up grave discussions and we're also part of a larger network of some real great people sports radio detroit and you can also follow them on facebook instagram and twitter and you can go check out our entire episode archive as well as all of the other really great shows that they have yes sir so go follow us share like and i think that's gonna do it we'll be back next week with episode 26 yes yes and i am samael and i am barnabas and we'll see you next week on grave discussions This has been an SRD production.